You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? we got a Thursday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you Thursday, January 20th and Friday, January 21st. Getting ready for the weekend and the divisional round of the playoffs. We'll talk about that coming up momentarily on the podcast. Senior Bowl defensive backs have been assigned to either the Jets roster or the Lions roster. We'll tell you some names that we like there. And also, Dane Brugler's TheAthletic.com Mock draft, a two-round mock draft. Who do the Lions get? What do we think about those picks? We'll go into that coming up as well. Here on the show today, Locked On Lions, brought to you by OnlineGambling.com, the place to be for all the latest gambling news and tips throughout the NFL playoffs. Visit OnlineGambling.com slash NFL to get the edge over the competition throughout this year's playoffs. Follow us on Twitter, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, and also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Thank you for uh, joining us today. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day here on Locked On Lions. Uh, fun yesterday, talk a little bit about Mel Kuyper's uh, mock draft. A shout-out to Dan Zeck of Financial Architects. Uh, he was uh, listening yesterday, and, uh, you know, Appreciated uh, some mock draft talk. Dane Brugler's two-round mock draft in the Athletic coming at you momentarily. Uh, we'll get into that one as well. Um, where are we going here? First and foremost, um, the games this weekend. Of course, all anybody wants to talk about or, or about around these parts is the game on Sunday afternoon at three o'clock, as former Lion legend. I say that because he's legendary with the uh, fan base. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, I guess he's a legend. Would they, like, put him in the ring of honor one day? Matthew Stafford is going up against Tom Brady. Reports and rumors of Brady, former players, former teammates of Brady's, telling people, this is it. He's retiring after this year. Of course, he's only 44. He wanted to play till he was 45. Only 44. Rams at Bucks Sunday at 3 o'clock. I just don't see... Tampa Bay losing at home. Spread is only three. The Rams can even play better than they did the other night, but because Arizona was so bad, that's going to be a fun game to watch. The Sunday late game, Buffalo at Kansas City. Um, That'll be fun as well. Love what the Bills are doing. The Chiefs are just one-and-a-half-point favorites. Buffalo's playing well. Josh Allen on his game with five touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes threw five touchdowns last week. Chiefs defense scares me a little bit because I just don't think they're that good. But the Sunday night game for Bills and Chiefs um, is going to be interesting. Saturday's doubleheader, 430 on CBS. You got the Bengals and the Titans. Uh, Tennessee a one seed, but some people have said uh, the Titans have no business being a one seed. Are they really that good? Well, 7-2 and two at home, 12-5 and five season. Derrick Henry, game time decision. If he plays, uh, he is going to be... Uh, not at 100%, but you know he's just a he's just a, a workhorse. And the Bengals are without a couple of their defensive linemen going into this game. Like, we think Trey Henderson, Hendrickson's coming back, but Larry Ogunjobi, the former Brown, pretty good run stuffer, not playing. 
uh, on Sunday for Cincinnati. Bengals should be loose, though. There, no, there's nobody picking Cincinnati to win that game. And then uh, 8.15 on Fox Saturday night in primetime, San Francisco, Jimmy G, bad shoulder, bad thumb and all, uh, at Green Bay against the Packers. Aaron Rodgers and company did not lose a single game at Lambeau this year. 8-0, 13-4, the one seed. And Green Bay comes in as a 5.5-point favorite. Tennessee, by the way, a 3.5-point favorite, thanks to our friends at betonline.ag. I think the Green Bay Packers will win. Niners are playing well, though. I love their offense. Uh, I just I love the scheme and everything else. But I don't see Green Bay losing this game, especially when it's going to be 12 degrees Saturday night for kickoff between the Packers and the 49ers. Um, what else we got? Let's get into some news of the day. The Senior Bowl and our friend... Uh, Jim Nagy, who runs it, does a great job. We're going to have Jim on tons of times, but I'm letting him have his week here to just formulate the rosters. The roster of defensive backs coached by the Lions, the American team, was announced today. And that is a group of 12 uh, defensive backs. Toledo's Tyson Anderson, Kentucky's Yusuf Corker, Caleb Evans from Missouri, Mario Goodrich from Clemson, Darian Kendrick, who I really like. I'm going to get into him in a second. From Georgia. Uh, Zion McCollum from Sam Houston. Roger McCary uh, from Auburn. We'll talk about him momentarily. Leon O'Neill from Texas A&M. Alante Taylor from Tennessee. Cam Taylor Britt from Nebraska. Josh Thompson, the Texas Longhorn. And uh, Tariq uh, Woolen uh, from Louisville, I believe, are the 12 Guys, the draft starts in Mobile. Those are your defensive backs that will be playing uh, in the Senior Bowl and will be coached by the Lions. Um, so those are some really good football players and some guys that uh, you know will get a close, close look from the Lions. Now, most of these guys are cornerbacks. Cam Taylor Britt interests me. I watched him a lot because Nebraska, of course, plays in the Big Ten. We got a chance to watch tons of Nebraska games. They played Michigan. They played Michigan State. Junior decided to come out early. Six foot, 200 pounds, big guy. Second team All-Big Ten by both the coaches and the media. Was an honorable mention All-Big Ten last year. Started all 12 games this year. 51 tackles, three tackles for a loss. A sack, 11 PBUs, that's pass breakups. One interception and one blocked kick. Taylor Britt ranked third in the Big Ten with 1.0 passes defended per game for his efforts. He was named a second-team All-Big Ten selection. Uh, He's a good player. Smart, heady, big guy, uh, not a little corner. And he's a guy to watch for the the Lions should take a look at. Now, again, the Lions cornerback room right now, you look at it and you go, all right, they're going to get Okuda back, Amani Oruarie, Jerry Jacobs, um, A.J. Parker in the slot. It's not like the Lions have a gigantic need at corner, but you can never have enough corners. And Cam Taylor-Britt, to me, is a really good football player. Darian Kendrick from Georgia. Anytime you see that G logo, you go, wow. That would be a guy, any of those Georgia guys, you would want. Darian Kendrick, you remember, had two interceptions in the Orange Bowl in their win over Cade McNamara. And Michigan. 
One of them was that lob in the corner that he just ran down. But Darian Kendrick is another guy, six feet, six, you know, six one, good size, really good player. And so I love the fact that the Lions are going to get a really close look at Kendrick and at Cam Taylor Britt, uh, two two guys that I think can really help them. What will be interesting is the decision that the Lions are going to have to make on whether or not to keep Will Harris, number one, just to keep him, period, or to free up some cap space. And number two, is Will Harris a safety in the last year of his contract next year, or they move him to cornerback where he had to play with all the injuries at the end of the season? I thought he was better at the cornerback spot. I don't think he's a strong safety. I don't think he's a starting safety in this league. Corner, he could be a third, fourth, fifth corner. So that remains to be seen. But that is the uh, Senior Bowl defensive back group um, that the Lions are going to get to coach coming up um, in a couple of weeks. So keep an eye on that. All right, I told you before about our friends at OnlineGambling.com. This week, they set me the challenge of picking a divisional round upset. Man, I, I you know, like I said before, I... Upset in the divisional round, I, I guess you could say Buffalo would be an upset, but they're only one-and-a-half-point underdogs. Get all the information you need from OnlineGambling.com. Pick your divisional round upset. Check it out at online uh, um, OnlineGambling.com, the, and they'll help you, all right? Because making your, t- uh, your picks, you need the OG Tips article, which is right there on their website at OnlineGambling.com. If you're looking for an edge... It's the website to go to. They got all the tips, news, and more to help make your bets this weekend as informed as ever. Uh, this week, the experts at OnlineGambling.com, they did. They sent me the challenge of picking my divisional round upset, and I'm going to go with Buffalo. What would be yours? Get the OG tips from OnlineGambling.com. Visit the website, OnlineGambling.com slash NFL, for all the latest gambling news, tips, and info to beat the odds and give you the edge throughout the playoffs. Remember, OnlineGambling.com slash NFL to make the most of this year's playoffs. All right, so Dane Brugler from the Athletic.com yesterday, and we teased this yesterday, did a two-round mock draft. And it's totally, totally a curveball from what we read from Mel Kuyper Jr. just yesterday from ESPN.com. Curveball meaning... Dane Brugler at the Athletic, number one overall to Jacksonville, doesn't have Aiden Hutchinson going to the Jaguars. He doesn't have Kayvon, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau either going there, nor does he have Evan Neal, the big left tackle from Alabama. Instead, he's got Ikem Ekwonu, the tackle from NC State, going number one. He said there are several evaluators around the league who have Ekwonu ranked higher than Evan Neal, and even Charles Cross from Mississippi State. Three-year starter, uh, impressive movement size, and all that stuff. So, Ikem Ekwonu going number one at Jacksonville means that in the DaneBrugglerAthletic.com mock draft, the Lions would get Aiden Hutchinson. Quote, a week 18 victory against the Packers meant the Lions lost the number one overall pick, but there's a decent chance that the top-ranked player on Detroit's draft board will still be available at number two. Hutchinson isn't on the same level as the Bosa brothers, but doesn't have, doesn't have, he doesn't have the same bend or arc skills. However, there are similarities when you talk about their quickness, power, and skilled hand play. 
to defeat blockers and disrupt the pocket. Hutchinson can win in multiple ways and is wired in a way that will appeal to head coach Dan Campbell. Interesting. This would be a huge break for the Lions if they had the opportunity to choose between Hutchinson and Thibodeau. Now, there's no guarantee they don't take Kayvon Thibodeau. But again, I've mentioned this before and I'll say it again. they got to sell tickets. Hutchinson sells tickets. The Forge is still running a business. And I think it would be a gigantic popular decision to take Hutchinson in this spot. Thibodeau, many feel, could have the higher upside with the speed, with the pass rush ability and everything else. But Hutchinson to the Lions here would be a steal. It really would. Now, as far as Detroit's next first-round pick, coming up next, um, he has the Lions, Dane Brugler does, at number 28, taking Chris Olave, the wide receiver from Ohio State. We've all seen Olave play numerous times. Wore number 17 in Columbus. Lit up Michigan and Michigan State for years. Quote, I don't think the Lions will feel pressured to take a wide receiver here, especially with the emergence of Amon Ross St. Brown over the final month of the season. But Olave and his polished play style would give Detroit an immediate playmaker for an offense in need of them. Chris Olave is a pro, man. He's just a pro. Is he as good as his teammate at Ohio State, Garrett Wilson? I don't know. That's a tough call. Brugler has Wilson going number 10 to the Jets um, in this draft. So he's got Wilson slated 18 picks higher. I like them both. Uh, I love Traylon Burks, the wide receiver from Arkansas, but he is gone in this mock draft. I love Jamison Williams, of course, from Alabama, or Drake London from USC. Both of those guys are gone. Wide receiver is stacked in this mock draft and really in this first round. Jahan Dotson from Penn State, who we know as well, would be going 31st in this mock draft. The biggest question is, well, wait a minute. Wouldn't the Lions take a quarterback at 28? And we talked about this ad nauseum yesterday. Well, in this mock from Dane Brugler, Sam Howell going 20th to Pittsburgh. Matt Corral going 18 to the Saints. To me, that's way too high for Corral. Kenny Pickett going 11th to the Washington football team. Right? Um, And then, are there any other quarterbacks taken here? No. So those are the only quarterbacks taken in the first round in this mock draft. So, we go to the second round then, and the Lions would have passed on him. I'm not going to get to the Lions pick yet. But the Lions would have passed on Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis, Carson Strong from Nevada, and there was one other quarterback on this list. No, that was it as far as the quarterbacks in this mock draft. So you're thinking, all right, if they take a lot, if you could get Hutchinson and Alave, I think the fans would love that. There's names that you know, and you know they're both really good players playing at a really good conference. But what about at 34? Second round mock. We're really geeking out right now. Why not take Ritter? Why not take Willis? I would take Willis at 34 right here, right now. But Brugler goes a different direction. And we'll tell you about that direction coming up next. 
First, TurboTax Live. People think unusual circumstances mean complicated taxes, but for TurboTax Live experts, that's what makes them that's what makes things interesting. Maybe you inherited a condo or renting it out, or maybe you're getting paid in crypto and aren't sure how it's taxed. Well, TurboTax Live experts, an interesting life can mean an even greater refund. Luckily, TurboTax Live can match you with the right expert who has experience in your unique situation and can answer all of your tax questions right from your phone or computer. They can even take care of the whole filing process for you. How easy is that? Whether you launched your own startup or you're working multiple jobs and juggling multiple incomes, an experienced TurboTax Live expert can help you during the entire filing process or do your taxes for you from start to finish to get you the tax deductions you deserve. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. You do your thing, they've got your taxes. That's into it. TurboTax Live. All right, we are back on the Locked On Lions podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody, on this a Thursday, talking a little mock draft. And uh, we get to an interesting spot here for the Lions at number 34 in this mock draft. And where they would be going, according to Dane Brugler, is not at quarterback. It's not even uh, offensive line or linebacker. Although I would love Nicobe Dean, but he's already been taken in this mock draft. The Lions in this mock draft would be taking. By the way, my pick would be uh, I would love George Pickens. And then you get Pickens and Olave. Could you imagine? But they're not going to do two wide. Two wide receivers in the first three picks. The defense stinks. You got to add more defense. Brugler has the Lions taking Roger McCreary, the cornerback from Auburn, who I just mentioned is on the Lions' senior bowl team. McCreary, six foot, 190 pounds, first-team All-SEC, first-team All-American AP, first-team All-American ESPN. Many people thought that he would leave after his junior year at Auburn, in which he had three interceptions and 45 tackles. Came back for his senior year. 49 tackles, two interceptions, and an SEC best, 14 pass breakups. There are some good cornerbacks that the Lions are going to get a real close look at in this draft. Now, many feel McCreary is a first-round pick, and that if he were to slide to the Lions at 34, the second pick in the second round after uh, Kyer Elam, the cornerback from Florida, would go to Jacksonville, that would be pretty sweet. Uh, Kenneth Walker in this mock draft is going into the Texans with the fifth pick in the second round. Um, but again, Malik Willis, 43 to the Falcons. Desmond Ritter, 36 to the Giants. Carson Strong, 47 to the Colts. That would be a great pick for Indianapolis. But I'm looking at this list, and I would not have a big issue with uh, McCreary at all. I think all of those corners... The Lions are getting a chance to work out are good, uh, but certainly McCreary is a first-round type talent that apparently slips, in this mock draft at least, to the second round. What about Daxton Hill? Is he a corner? Is he a safety? Could he play strong safety for the Lions next year? Dax Hill had a monster year for Michigan this year. Uh, Brugler has him going 29th to the Kansas City Chiefs. I love these mocks. Oh, my God, I could do this all day. All day. 
But what's exciting is the Lions have three of the first 34 picks in this thing. They've got to cash in. I mean, if you walked away with this mock and said, okay, Hutch, Alave, and McCreary. Notice a trend there? Michigan, Ohio State, Auburn. Those are big-time players from big-time schools. I'm not saying a small school guy can't work. All right? Of course they can. Lions and Jerry Jacobs and some of these other guys, undrafted rookies playing really well. But that would be, I think, a very, very good draft. And it's not Sam Howell either at 28 like Kuiper had yesterday. That'll do it for Thursday's edition of Locked On Lions. Everybody, enjoy the games this weekend. Back again on Monday right here on the Locked On Podcast Network.